0: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zülsdorf. As I speak, the globe is entering deeper into the grip of the COVID-19 or coronavirus pandemic because of this, churches are closing, masses are being shut down, and people are being locked down or quarantined. This has resulted in the recovery of old Catholic traditions, including processions against the plague, uh, processions, a custom which arose in Europe in centuries past. Just yesterday we had the striking photos of Francis visiting the mighty icon of Mary, salvation of the Roman people, Salus Populi Romani, the Basilica of St. Mary Major, and then going across town to San Marcello al Corso, the last little bit on foot, up the eerily empty street. And there he venerated a cross that was carried in a procession in 1522 against the plague. In this time we are, it seems, recovering, rediscovering our traditions. You know, Holy Church has been here before. The Holy Church also knows that we are both body and soul, and so the Church's traditional prayers are usually directed to God asking for health of both body and soul, both, body and soul. There is a physical aspect to our prayers, not just a spiritual. Of course, body and soul are intimately tied together, and the needs of body and soul are two, until we separate body and soul and we die. So we, while we are alive, take care of both our neighbor's spiritual and temporal needs for their sake and for ours, for the love of God, for the love of neighbor, and love of ourselves, to which God commands us. So Holy Church has powerful spiritual weaponry, and the church's priests, when they are conscious of their role as Altar Christus, wield these weapons of the spiritual and physical life especially in time of necessity with great force and potential effectiveness. Now the other day I saw that the Fraternity of St. Peter was using something extracted from the Rituali Romanum against plagues and epidemics. I received a PDF that is being used by some of them, and I see that my friends, the priests in Rome at Santissima Trinita dei Pellegrini, the great church that was built by St. Philip Neri where the confraternity was and, and has been revived to take care of pilgrims, I see that they're using it there after the masses that they are video streaming. Now, what they extracted from the Roman ritual is usually part of the prayers for a procession, but it's been shortened So they're doing it without the Litany of Saints and some of the other things. And so it's very concise. And the version that they use invokes Saint Sebastian, a patron invoked against the plague. Um, I have uh, had a little help in putting together a PDF that is a little cleaner than the one that they sent out. And we put in a little red, you know, for the rubrics, and we gussied it up a little bit. And when I do it, I've added... Uh, because I can improvise and lap a little bit the names of other saints, including Raphael the Archangel, who is the patron of the diocese where I am, and famously known in the Old Testament by name for healing. So what is being done is a very good devotion, and it's something that could be done immediately after Mass. Uh, It might look like this. After a traditional low Mass, you can have your Leonine prayers and then recite this, you ascend to the footpace uh, foot of the altar after reciting it, and then give a blessing with the relic of the cross. That's what's indicated in the PDF that I received, and that's what I've retained, because we have available a relic of the cross. If you don't have a relic of the cross, perhaps you might have a relic of a saint who is evoke, invoked against disease, such as San Rocco or San Tec, Santa Tecla, uh, or other saints. Otherwise, just give a blessing. And then afterwards, you can sing your Marian antiphon and and uh, recess. And the same thing could be done in solemn mass, after sung mass or solemn mass as well. Why not? This is a time of necessity. Now, it really should be done in Latin, uh, since the legislation Summorum Pontificum. And Suburum Potificum specifies that we should be doing you know, what is, was done in 1962, and for most blessings and so forth, most of the rites, there was not yet uh, a lot of permissions to use English in some of these rites. So we really should be doing this in Latin. And since reading English might not be real hard for some of the priests out there listening right now, but reading the Latin might be, here is the Latin of this devotion. I'm going to read it for you and the PDF is available through a link on the post with this podcast. I'm going to do my own responses with a slight pause between what the priest sings and then the response that's made. And at the end, uh, with the text of the blessing, I'll I'll include a little ding for the moment of the sign of the cross. So here's the Latin from this rite that's extracted from the Roman ritual in time of epidemic. Prayer in Times of Epidemics Domine non secundum peccata nostra facias nobis, neque secundum iniquitates nostras retribuas nobis. Adiuvan nos, Deus salutaris noster, et propter gloriam nominis tui, Domine, libera nos. Domine ne me mineris iniquitatum nostrarum antiquarum, Cito anticipent nos misericordiae Tue, quia pauperes facti sumus nimis. Ora pro nobis Sancte Sebastiane, ut digni efficiamur promissionibus Christi. Domine exaudio orationem meam, et clamor meus ad te veniat. Dominus fobiscum, et cum spiritu tuo. Oremus. Exaudi nos, Deus salutaris noster, et intercedente beata et gloriosa Dei genitrice Maria, semper virgine, et beato Sebastiano martire tuo, et omnibus sanctis, populum tuum ab iracundie tue terroribus libera, et misericordie tue fac largitate securum propitiare, domine, supplicationibus nostris, et animarum et corporum medere languoribus, ut remissione percepta, in tua semper benedictione letemur. Da nobis quesumus, domine, pie petitionis effectum, et pestilentiam mortalitatemque propitiatus avverte, ut Mortalium corda cognoscant, et te indignante talia flagella prodire, et te miserante cessare. Per Dominum nostrum Iesum Christum filium tuum, qui tecum vivit et regnat in unitate Spiritus Sancti, Deus per omnia secula seculorum. Amen benedictio Dei Omnipotentis, Patris et Filii et Spiritu Sancti, descendat super Vos et maniat semper. Amen. was a beautiful rite, a prayer with a blessing in time of epidemics, and it was extracted from the traditional Roman ritual. These devotions and the use of Latin has slipped away, and we have not benefited from that. I can't help but think that this was done systematically and purposely. It was intentionally stripped out of the church's life in order to weaken our Catholic identity and to make us more susceptible to the winds of the world with its shifting fads and mores. Some people say, oh well the reason why we started doing everything in English was to help people understand it more. Well I think it had precisely the opposite effect because when you make things really easy People get lazy, and if you walk up and you ask people what the the same prayers mean in English, they, they can't tell you anyway. But uh, they certainly know that something special is happening when it's in Latin in their minds and hearts. Once they're used to the sound of it again, they're going to be reaching out with the, the fingers of their hearts and their minds to capture the words in the air as they hear them. And that will be a far greater kind of active participation. In any event... Uh, Fathers, we're supposed to be doing these things in Latin. And that's why I try to help by reading the Latin of some of these rites, such as the rite for traditional baptism, or the exorcism prayers, or the blessing of holy water, and various things like that. I've made recordings like this before. Fathers, if you need help with something, let me know. Meanwhile, let's beat this damn virus down into the dust, with self-discipline and mighty prayers. May God bless you. Please pray for me as I will for you.